Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to participate in an upcoming workshop designed to help you understand yourself by making a deep connection to your past and future lives. The workshop is called Your Past is Present, Dowsing Your Connection to Other Lifetimes. The workshop will be conducted over two days, on October 1st and 2nd, over Zoom, and each student will receive newly designed dowsing charts and protocols that will allow you to make an emotional and experiential connection to your other lifetimes. For more information, please visit vitalbioenergetics.com and click on the Workshops tab. And now, for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth-dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now, for today's podcast. and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G, and today's special guest is Sonia Gaudet. She is the owner of Holistic Pros in New Hampshire, and she is also the coordinator for the Mind, Body, Spirit Evolution Expo, which is going to be on October 16th in Concord, New Hampshire. And so what we're going to be talking about today is, uh, again, just like a couple weeks ago, we did a interview with Jem Rhodes, who's the coordinator for the Mind, Body, Soul Expo in Saratoga Springs. We got another person here who does kind of the same thing, but you know, everyone's got their own special journey. Everyone's got their own special where they're coming from when it comes to creating a community within the holistic healing community. So, Sonia, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. So, Sonia, so let's let's get started with uh, just talking about holistic prose. What is holistic prose all about? Holistic prose is a network of holistic alternative and complementary care professionals um, who come together and connect, collaborate, and communicate on integrative client, patient, and customer care. And then we're also publishers. Um, so I've published holisticnh.org, a directory style website. I have um, launched holisticmain.org, which is a uh, founding member drive to get that website going. Plans are in the works to launch a holistic Vermont, holistic Massachusetts, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And then I also publish Pathways to Wellness, a holistic directory by region here in New Hampshire. Um, started in central New Hampshire. I've done the entire southern portion of the state and am now working on um, the northern part. Uh, and then event coordinator. So <laughs> a lot of things going on for sure. Was the event coordinator thing kind of a new addition to Holistic Pros or was that always in the master plan? That was always in the master plan. I knew I would launch an expo at some point. I didn't realize it was going to be this soon, um, but I'm very excited to be doing it. And it's rounding out to be an absolutely amazing event. 
Oh yeah, I've 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 the uh, the schedule for speakers and stuff just came out today, and I'm so thrilled to see that the American Society of Dowsers is going to be uh, well represented there. So that makes me very very happy. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about where this came from. What made you want to do this? So the, um, you know, the, the journey, the story is quite um, incredible. So 15 years ago, I was working for a newspaper. I was a newspaper salesperson and I found this little tiny book that was laying on a shelf and it had um, some some practitioners in it. It was just a little tiny thing, you know, somebody had like taken a eight and a half by 11 and folded it in half and put it out there. And I was like, who, who are these people? There was a Reiki practitioner, there was an herbalist, there was a massage therapist. And I was like, these are people I need to call because I was a salesperson. So I'm really good at cold calling. So I called these people and none of them really wanted to advertise in a newspaper that wasn't their direct audience. But one of them said, hey, you want to you want a sample of what Reiki is all about? And I was like, I'm open to new things. Sure, I'll give it a go. And I laid down on a Reiki table and it changed my life. It completely I mean, it was the, the step, the the step for me to be where I am today. I come from a significant trauma background. I've got a lot of stuff back there um, that I'm very grateful to be able to leave behind and stepped on my healing journey again, 10, 15 years ago with that, that on that table. And um, from there, I was like, oh, well, I've learned graphic design and maybe I can make a go of something like this. So I gathered with a group of women and we created what we call the New Hampshire Holistic Health Network. I published a couple of directories um, back then. It was it was wonderful. I had a good time doing it, but I wasn't ready to be a container for holistic practitioners. All I could do was to offer that graphic design service because I wasn't anywhere near where I needed to be on my own healing journey. So I, um, we did it. I did it for a couple of years and then I stepped away. Um, somebody else took it over. Uh, she was a part of it from the very beginning and did a great job for a little while. And as a practitioner who is involved in healing people, she stepped away from it because her practice became more important than networking and building a container for a community. Fast forward, um, I've been on a healing journey. I have ha I have a naturopathic doctor. I've been to massage. All, all the things that you can possibly imagine somebody taking advantage of, I kind of have. So on my healing journey, um, I've, I've had many experiences with many modalities. I had a psychotherapist who was also an energy worker, and that was amazing. I stuck with her for uh, well over three years and got EMDR and chakra balancing and inner child work and EFT and hypnosis and all of the things on a regular basis. So it healed me to a place where now I'm able to have a conversation around any of the trauma and feel no emotional attachment. And if I can get more people to hear that and understand it, it would be fabulous. Absolutely. <laughs> it's an incredible yeah. place to be in, to go from victim survivor to, oh, no big deal. That's my story. Now, now, now here, let's do something better and to do something different. So fast forward two and a half years ago, I put out to the universe, hey, what can I do with my one true life? 
And I really prayed and I really begged and I said, please, I can't do what I'm doing. I was working for a group of radio stations. It was driving me crazy. I'm neurodiverse, so I'm all over the place and sitting in front of a computer on a regular was not what I wanted to do in my life. Mm -hmm. So I put it out to the universe and the universe said, hey, remember that book that you did once upon a time ago? It's time to start that again. Here we are. Started with a book and now I'm holding a container of networking and gatherings and expos and <laughs> membership and all of the things. Wow, that's that's a, a very typical journey, but a very mm -hmm. special journey at the same mm -hmm. time. Most of us who are in this field came to it from a position of trauma yep. where we had to do a lot of personal healing and then we move into hey maybe i ought to make this into my job wouldn't that be cool if i could turn it into a job and that was you know, my journey you know five years ago and then while you're doing it you're like hey you know i don't want to be alone here because you know there's a there, i want to go to shows i want to meet people and then you get to talking to people and then you get finding out what it is that they need and mostly what we need those of us in the healing community is a healing community some people we can talk to people we can refer to so people we can bounce ideas off of so i'm curious to when you are approaching a someone like me for the first time you know i've got a, a small practice that i'm building up and whatever and you're like hey bill I've got this thing. Do you want to be a part of it? What are the selling points and what are the resistance points that you feel like you need to get over? So what typically, well, that's such an interesting question, actually. It's like, hmm, how am I going to answer that one? So I come, my um, my blessing, my gift, my, uh, my contribution to this community is that I'm a salesperson, I'm a communicator, I'm a marketer, I'm an advertiser, I'm a graphic designer. I decided instead of going into the healing arts to be to learn all of these things i had no idea that this was what i was going to do with all of these things but all of this skill set that i have i'm able to offer to the holistic community so going in and having a conversation with somebody like you is introducing what the the website the directory most everybody loves the idea of being listed on a directory for free and that's what I do. And I built it specifically that way because I think it's important that the public knows what services are available, period. Whether or not you pay for it, pay for a listing or not, you just, I, I, that's the meaning, the reason I'm here is to create more awareness around holistic alternative and complementary care. The resistance I hear is I don't want to deal with technology. Oh, <laughs> that's no. The biggest one. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with it. So um, and, and that's OK. So it ends up being, you know, hand holding, having conversations, um, finding out where their pain, <laughs> where the pain points are, what needs to be addressed. Right. And then helping to overcome those those bits and pieces and those bits of resistance. It's so small, it's unbelievable. So being a salesperson, I've dealt with rejection 
over and over and over and over again in my career and I'm used to it. It's good. It's fine. I, I won't stop until I get an absolute hard no. Otherwise you're going to keep hearing from me and you're going to keep hearing from me. You have to, that's how, that's how this life works. And until I, until I get that hard no, I'm asking all of the questions. Well, what do you need? Why do you need it? Are you interested in gathering with other people? Do you want to learn more about who's in your area? Are you interested in um, advertising? No, you just want to do community involvement. Okay, then, well, you know, finding the pieces and the parts that each practitioner needs. You're all special. Yeah. My wife, Nina, and I did a show recently where we were talking about her new um, art venture. And because she does uh, greeting cards and, and stickers and she's doing a coloring book and and so she's putting all this stuff together and this is her new career. She was an acupuncturist and now she's doing this as her new career. And one of the things we discovered that when she started going out on sales calls and she were basically cold calling these places, she's on fair, but we mm -hmm. cold call places that look like they places that would carry her cards, mostly gift shops and that kind of side of thing. And so she gives them the one sheet and then she, if she gets to talking to the owner, one of the things she does is what do you need? You know, mm -hmm. she asks them the question, what do you need? Because they look at their cards and she's like, wow, these cards are beautiful. We can definitely use these greeting cards. That's great. And then she gets to talking to them and she's like, oh, what else do you need that you're not getting right now? Since COVID, there's been supply chain issues with mm -hmm. China and these big, you know, these big publishers. So when these small businesses are putting out the call, for or look, looking to buy stock for their Christmas line or whatever, they're not getting it until after Christmas. That, you know, that, at least that was the story two years ago. And that was a story, you know, what they're doing is they're trying to reach out now more towards local artists, which was a great ask in there. It's like, what do you need? And then this one bookstore said, we need stickers. We cannot get enough stickers. People love to buy them. And so Nina's putting together a sticker collection. We were at another one that said, and we saw a display with a coloring book on it. It's featuring, you know, the sugar, the uh, sugaring process for maple syrup. And she asked them, what do you need? We need a second coloring book because we only have one. And so she's producing a coloring book now. And so it's all about the ask, what mm -hmm. is the need? How do I help you fill that need? And I'm assuming just from what you said, that is, that's exactly what you're doing. So when you've asked people, what do you need? What has been generally the response? The, I think the big, oh, oh it's a beautiful, it's, it's the reason why I do what I do. So the biggest need, because people are serving one-to-one, -one, healers mostly are, you know, one person to one person in your healing. They want to know who's in their area. They want to know um, how to build. They want, they, they want to see community collaboration happening. And they don't have the time to do it. They don't have the, um, the bandwidth to make it happen. So that's where I come in and I say, okay, well, let's do it. Do you want to host a networking event here? Do you just want to attend a networking event? We can make one happen very easily. 
That's the biggest getting the and getting their information out. So you have the the need of community and collaborating and coming together um, as as practitioners with each other, and then their need to if if they don't have their book of business filled, their need to get their information out in who they are in who they serve. So those are the two pieces. So uh, let's talk about a success story. So uh, can you tell me a success story of somebody who you brought on to your network and they saw some results yes. that they would not have been able to accomplish on their own? Yep. So I host um, online Zoom networking events where I bring in uh, groups of practitioners and we have a conversation and they share their um, ideal client or their, you know, what they what they do as a business. And I had a coach who offers assistance to people with autoimmune disease. So she coaches people who are autoimmune deficient who have those issues and then i had a doctor uh, who has gone over into the holistic realm who also joined in the conversation um that particular zoom meeting and her primary scope of practice is the autoimmune disorders so it was and this is happening over and over and over and over and over again it's just absolutely incredible so i put the two of them um we do breakout rooms one to one so i put the two of them in a breakout room together and they came back and they were still chatting when they came back into the group session so they have continued that relationship and that collaborative effort away from anything that I'm doing and I have built a connection that is now in place. Yeah, I think that's the um, that's the best thing about what I'm doing. And then people are always telling me, yeah, I placed an ad in your publication and I got a call. I had when I <laughs> when I put out Southern New Hampshire, I I put them out and met with one of the practitioners who wanted a stack of copies, right? And I walked up to her and I said, here you go, you know, here's your stack. She goes, when did you start distributing those? And I was like, started yesterday. She goes, I just got a call. <laughs> like I've already gotten a call out of that book. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Yeah, talk about the power of the power of print and success. It was, it was, yeah. It, and uh -huh. these are the, th these are the things that are happening on a regular basis. And I actually just received a email yesterday because I, I participate in the uh, Natural Living Expo and the the main publication around that was the Spirit of Change magazine. And I just got an email yesterday saying that they're shutting down Spirit of Change and they've been in publication since 2000. So when I read that, I was like, oh, 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 boy. Okay. Don't, don't, my, because my brain is very, you know, it's open to new ideas and, uh -huh. and they come in, they come, they fly in on a regular basis. So because I come from a print background, I worked in newspaper for 10 years. It's like, oh, wait, what, what's going on? That's, 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 oh, that's an opportunity. Do I want to take, so spirit of change, I've been reading faithfully every, you know, every issue. I, I, I love it. I read it all the time. And, and coming from that print background, it's like, oh, no, it's gone. What are we going to do? Like, what are we going to read? 
I mean, we can, you know, there's wisdom and that's a beautiful publication as well, but the, the grandness of spirit of change is it's, it's sad that it's leaving. Yeah. Cause that's a, that's a big publication. That's the, that, that's like what 60 pages long and easy, easy yeah. Like 60 pages. And, and uh, the, just the amount of advertising, it was such a wonderful place for holistic practitioners to mm-hmm. advertise. And now that, that avenue is now gone and it makes and the, the email said something that you know they where they weren't bringing in enough ad revenue to justify the printing costs and so i i, I guess i understand that but mm-hmm. it does create a vacuum it does a big one and it's a vacuum for someone like you to come in <laughs> mm-hmm. it, or so there and then there's this thought and i don't know if i want to talk well yeah um so talk i talked to jem yesterday Oh from, yeah, yeah. From New York, and she she was a delight. And the best part of talk, the, the the best thing she said, she's like, so yeah, I can share everything that I'm doing and what what, what drives me and what makes it happen because you're not competition. You're all the way in New Hampshire. I can right. tell you. Everything. <laughs> I was like, oh God bless, God bless. I can't wait to meet you next on the third. <laughs> but oh, it was a wonderful conversation, and she was talking about Natural Awakenings, a publication, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen it down in Florida. It's a publication that will print for the area if you can get the advertisers into it. So I'm digging, I'm, 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 I'm like, okay, I got to look into that. I, I need more information before making any kind of judgment call or <laughs> pivoting in any way, shape or form. And this has been something that, you know, I live in, in Vermont. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm mostly in the Rutland area. And it's unfortunate that it it's, you know, I, I don't want to say it's a wasteland. It is a, because there are so many really, really good practitioners here. Mm-hmm. But what is missing is that that networking element, because everybody here, it seems, operates in their own little space. That's how it works, yes. Yeah, they're, they, yeah, they're doing their one-on-one. The mm-hmm. They don't really talk to anybody else. And if they do talk to somebody else, there is this perceived competition or there's this perceived the caginess that comes along mm-hmm. with that. And mm-hmm. I found that among uh, acupuncturists. I find this among uh, chiropractors. And it's like, you realize everybody that you are not in comp, even if you guys are right next door to each other, there is no competition happening nope. here. Nope. Because energetic healers, whether you're a chiropractor or a Reiki person or whatever, it is a personal connection that you have with a client. A client is not shopping for the best deal. They right. are not shopping for a the best acupuncturist in town. They're looking for their acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. They're looking for their Reiki practitioner. They want to find the person that, that is going to be the best fit for them. And it doesn't matter if they're, they're the most expensive or the least expensive in town. Exactly. They're looking for the person that they can make a personal connection with. And when practitioners behave as though they're car dealerships in competition with each other, that actually that only hurts the overall industry because we're in the business of awakening, not going back to that competition paradigm, that zero-sum game paradigm, because that is not what we do. And I ran this into this too when I was uh, practicing um, 
uh, spiritual response therapy too, because some spiritual response therapy people the same way. They feel like, no, I'm not going to tell you how I do my dowsing because you might steal it. Like, right. And I'm and my attitude is steal away because <laughs> you live in Colorado. Right. I live in Vermont. We are dealing with different markets. And believe me, there are more than enough clients to go around for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the um, the joy of my journey is 10 years ago, I found a lot of competition among practitioners. I mean, it was profound, the competition, that competition mindset that you're talking about. Over the past decade, I have slowly, and it's a slow process, more and more practitioners are coming into that collective space, that collaborate, collaborative space where they're opening up to the, that possibility. We still have there's still a few people who are, you know, in that competitive mindset. And I think that's a, that, that, that's a, an ego driven stepping stone that the healer, whoever that healer is needs to work on and overcome for themselves because the way to success is collaboration, not competition. Competition doesn't work. It hasn't worked. No, it, it won't work. And especially in the healing arts, it can't, it can't work right you're, you're you know you're you're completely shutting off the creative process when you go into competition and all of the healing arts are a creative process in my book uh conscious conduit i have a, i devote a whole chapter to building a healing community because mm -hmm. number one you can't do it all yourself you can't be a acupuncturist and a reiki practitioner and a chiropractor all at once because and what your client needs is what is the most important thing and if mm -hmm. you do not have you personally don't have the skills to help them that's right. why we have networks i know a guy who's going to be great for you i know mm -hmm. some or i know somebody who who really is going to be able to connect to your trauma or whatever it, this specific thing that you're dealing with better than i can mm -hmm. in fact i just did that yesterday with a client uh, you know they came the Akashic dowsing revealed some really heavy uh, stuff, really heavy depression or trauma in their past. And I said to them, we may be getting into territory where you need to see a licensed psychologist. And now that's not me. And right. I've got the perfect person for you because I know what how they think. I know how they work. And this is the person I think you should be seeing. Um, they're still seeing me, which is great. Mm -hmm. But I, again, it's, it's like, I'm, it's starting that seed. It's saying that, that's why we have networks. There's so many different reasons for doing what I'm doing. It's the building of that network. It is building awareness around the practices and around the different modalities and sharing them in a <clears throat> easy to understand way with the general public. So come, the, the gloriousness of where I come from, um, coming from trauma background, coming from a poverty mentality, coming from a family history of, of abuse and alcohol and drugs, it's all, you know, it's all back there. I'm able to, I have found that I am able to communicate very easily and effectively to all walks of life. So I can have an easy conversation with somebody who's on their recovery path with no problem because I get, get them and I know where they're coming from. And I can also have a conversation with the CEO of a multinational company with no problem.
Mm-hmm. So being able to communicate effectively, I'm able to share the different modalities in easy to understand ways and provide a resource for people to access you guys. So let's talk a little bit about the Evolution Expo. Oh, so, I'm so excited. Yes, it's going to be really, really fun. So, so um, I'm, I'm th- now this is the first one you've put together, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the first, <laughs> this is the first expo you put together and, and it's already shaping up to be a very, very cool one. Uh, there's a lot of nice positive buzz going on, at least among the, the vendor community. Yes. And I think that's going to translate into a good turnout as well. So, so. how did it, how did it, how did the ball get rolling on that one? So I knew all along that I was going to do an expo, especially, um, so I have, uh, I think I have 1900 practitioners in my, in my data, in my database, and then 1600 of those have translated into, um, connections and communications, right? So I'm looking at this going, there's gotta be an expo. We gotta do an expo. That's gotta happen. Like the conferences any it, it, in my head i'm like oh we could do a convention and we can do a conference and we can do you know cpes and we can do this and we can do that and all of these events are rolling through and i knew it was going to happen but i went down to concord to the uh, concord hotel nice little tiny venue you know you can fit probably 20 practitioners in there maybe a couple of speakers and i was like okay this is a good good start this would be a good start and i had a friend with me and she's like well do you want to check out the Grapponi Center. And I was like, that seems big. That seems like a big, like a big, big chunk to swallow. But yeah, let's go. Yeah, whatever. Let's go check it out. So I went and walked through the Grapponi Center and it is one of the premier locations to host a conference. It's just an expo of any sort. It's beautiful. You know, it's well put together. It's well laid out. It's a really nice place. So I walk through and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess I could see it here. And I mean, immediately, you know, the vision is there. It's like, oh yeah, we'll have them lined here. We'll have them lined there. Yeah, I can see the speakers already. Like it's all, it's all in my, like the, the, the visual visualization is already in place. So I see the whole expo all laid out, like right then and there as I walk in. I talk to the sales manager and I say, okay, well, if you have any availability in October, uh, I wanted October or November, let me know. And she came back to me and she said, well, we don't have any Saturdays left because that was my first, that's my, that was my first choice. She's like, but we have, you know, we have two Sundays, one's in September and one's in October. Do you want to do a Sunday? And I was like, do I want to do a Sunday? I doused, yes, I want to do a Sunday. Sunday, October 16th. It's like, okay, let's do this. So I sent out, it's just been, it's all coming together so nicely. I sat down on the computer and I thought I was going to call it the Naturally Living Expo for New Hampshire or something like that. And I sat down and I'm a graphic designer. So I sat down and I started, you know, making it and I'm like, "Mm, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Evolution. Type the word evolution and went, okay, that's it. (laughs) That's the name. That's it. There's no doubt. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Empowering people to make healthy choices, to find healthy ways to wellness. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm still, I'm still going, what have I, okay, we got this. And you know, the, the, I had, um, I had 18, 18 or 19 
speaker applications to go through. Wow. And then I had to choose. Do you know how hard it was to choose? Oh, I can imagine. Out of the 19, how many did you have had you had to narrow it down to? I got it down to 14. 14. Okay. So you only had to say no to, to five people. <laughs> no, but still, I didn't want to say no to anybody. Everybody had an incredible presentation, but I, I wanted, wanted everybody. Great. That's so great. that's going to be on October 16th at the Grapponi Center in downtown Concord. Yeah. Right off of 93. Okay. I was actually in uh, Concord not last Sunday, but the Sunday before uh, at a um, an, an event at the Holiday Inn there. Oh, that's right. And and that you know it was a it was a decent event, mm -hmm. but not a lot of people came through, and because it's a it's a fairly small venue, mm -hmm. we only had about maybe twenty vendors there that only had space for about twenty vendors in there. So you know I went in there and was like, okay, this is this is all right. It, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a bust, but it was certainly wasn't a uh, an event that was really strongly well attended. So I was thinking to myself, okay, well, what's what what's going to make Grapponi Center different from the Holiday Inn? Well, I have the um, I have the flyers, and I know where to put them. Mm -hmm. I have uh, sixteen hundred practitioners to talk to to help promote the event right mm -hmm. so there will be there will be hey hey you gotta you're gonna right so doing things like this um will happen often i'm on the radio i just did a, a 60 second spot for the group of radio stations that covers um the lakes region in central new hampshire so we'll mm -hmm. be on mix 94.1 um the country station wsky 106.9 um, the planet 100.1 and an oldie station 92.9 and then I'm hoping um, I'm hoping to find some sponsors to do yard signs so that we can uh, pepper the pepper the state <laughs> with the the yard signs at all of the on ramps along 93. Excellent. Yep. Nice. Yep. And then of course you know the typical social media advertising will do some of that, but the most you know the uh, the most important piece is to to get that collaborative community engaging in the conversation and sharing and keeping it you know keeping it fresh in people's minds and over the next month and a half can't believe it's only a month and a half away i'll be screaming it from the rooftops <laughs> uh, yeah i'm very much looking forward to it so too. so sonny it was wonderful having you as our guest on the show and so if people are interested in joining up with your network, how do they go about doing that? They can go online to holisticpros.net and connect with me there. They can send me an email at sonia at holisticpros.net. Um, they can find me on Facebook. I'm all over social media. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and they can call me too. Oh, and then holisticnh.org. Don't forget to talk about that one. The the online directory of all of the holistic practitioners in the state of New Hampshire. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.